is London Calling. Here is the last news bulletin for today. The time through which we are now passing is of exceptional character. Hi everybody, welcome. Uh, video episode number two. We're keeping track this time. Yeah, that's a dangerous. You're game, all grey right? this time. You're all, you're all grey this yeah, time. Yeah. Well, okay. So the yeah, black t-shirt, black vis. Yep. Okay, I've got an exclusive today. He's on the top of the washing pile. Good so. for you. Good for you. I, I saw Tim Sheaf wearing that the other day. It looked very nice. There's only two in existence. Running the hills. There is like only a two maniac. in existence. Yeah, the, mate. This is it. The craziest stuff that people do. <laughs> Wait up to on Sunday. Chilling. Next time they come over, I'm recording something. Like mate. we sat and we sat and had a great conversation. We got Kid Mystery behind the uh, behind the camera, and also Jamie. We have a we have we actually have a Jamie now. There you go. Can you believe we, it? We snagged the Jamie. James was not good enough. We've snagged as Kid the Jamie. Mystery. No. So we've got we've got two now. We people were, weren't happy. Yeah. Um. Good conversation though, wasn't it? And and we just we should have we should have recorded it and we didn't. Um, Ross and Tim Sheaf, one guy that swims around the UK and yeah, one guy that runs up and down here. Yeah. yeah, just over all terrain. How inferior did you feel? Massively. <laughs> so what have you achieved in your life? Oh, I just did this. You? Um, once I got a two for one, but really I got a three for one. <laughs> I didn't want to tell anyone. It's not the same. You just uh, yeah. It's not the same, man. Anyway, we, do you want to talk about the fights this weekend? Dude, there's loads of shit. There's loads of fights. There is, there is. We have Bellator. There is, there are. Aren't there? There and are. Fights there and There is, die. there are. Is that right? I don't know. No. Myself. I, my accent gets worse when I hang around yes, with you. Yes, I have noticed you drop a When I hang around with my American <laughs> friends, that's why I had to have an American wife to kind of balance it out. Oh, okay. So, so everybody in back. the US can, can still understand what I'm saying. I'm not quite bisping. I'm not quite, no. quite pronouncing, but then he lives in California and... Yeah, you he know, has. He, the, he has the, started like for saying on season three, he had subtitles, and now he's <laughs> he really overpronounces certain shit. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. yeah. Um, two, three, four. You going two, three, four first? Let's right. do that. Okay. Let's start with that. Where where do you want to start on the card? How gutted were you when you woke Dude, up? Dude, did you watch uh, Ishihara against? Uh, I did. Kang. I did, and it reminded me of Faber versus. Uh, is it Takeo Mitsugaki in the was it his is it his debut in the UFC or his last fight on the WEC after he had his couple of goes with Mike Thomas Brown and I don't remember. Basically, he went in Takeo Mitsugaki came to the WEC or the UFC and Faber choked him out up against the cage. So it's like you've got less than anything to tap with, and it se- it seemed that that's what obviously was happening with Ishihara because Ishihara had him hurt, yeah, looked good, mm-hmm. and then just. Obviously, I had his back taken, but his arm was trapped and he was like, I'm tapping. Yeah. He was out. It was a wild fight. It was a lot of fun. It was good, man. Um, what about Shane Young? Shane Young, let me get there. Let me get Shane there. Young against Austin Arnett. Arnett was tough. I'll, I'll give him a lot of credit. He was tough. But I didn't, Shane I didn't Young get to see was it just. Yeah, I, I missed that one because I caught up Kai, Kai Kara France. Kai Kara France. Another good fight. Awesome, Another man. Another good fight. Awesome. It just, yeah. You expect big things from him. I don't know if it's just because of his name. I just, Quite a cool name. Yeah, my only concern is, is flyweight. And I, I don't think any. he's big enough to move up if the UFC decide not to. But then again, I mean, you know, there's been talk about them getting rid of the flyweight division, but they're still signing new guys. I think maybe we just... Uh, if Cejudo moves up, he can either hold the belt and, and move up to bantamweight and play there for a little while. And then if needs be, if we have someone that comes out as a clear contender at flyweight then we'll think about bringing the yeah. belt back in again. But I don't think it's a problem either way. Even if there's one title fight a year or 
as many as you want. Or none. There's no big deal. I just just good fights. Yeah, I've got nothing against the little guys. I love seeing them in there. But yeah. um, Devonte Smith. Did you watch that one? Yeah, there was not a lot happening for a while, was there? It was, it was, there was a lot of a feeling out process. Then a, yeah. I'm going to smash it. It looked like he smashed him on the back of the head twice. It did. And well, no, no. Well, the second one, the second one missed. It definitely got a bit of shoulder. Yeah, there was a there was a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a back of the neck. But yeah, but the, the shots he got him with weren't super fight. clean. That like just knocked him out. But he was proper chicken mm. legs. Yeah, he was dancing. Um. All right, let's get down to brass tacks. Jimmy Crute, Sam Alvey. Are we going to upset your friend? I'm not going to upset him because I've got to sit and talk to him about this. Shit. The thing was, I didn't know if he was doing it on purpose, purely for content, for listen. <laughs> because I know the first episode is good, but I don't know if he's right. like, right, I need to get a clear example no. of a of a awkward stoppage. I can't believe you would, you would accuse him of that. No. Yeah. So, no, you're going to have to do a podcast with Mark Goddard now. No, dude, you're gonna have to. Yeah, you're gonna have to. He, I, I don't want to. I don't want to sit next to him while he explains it because he's gonna be angry about it. I think he's just gonna. Walk Dana me down. was mean to him. He was. I think the thing was, it was almost an unnecessary mean because he was saying, I think what everyone wanted to hear, but at the same time, you've got a bit of a degree to sort of protect that. Dana loves the drama, though. He don't does. He, he does. loves the drama. He does, and you can't disagree with him because there was a guy that disagreed with him about um, interim titles. Mm-hmm. And yeah, right. The thing is, with the Tony Ferguson side of things, I completely get it because it's like he's got it, he's won the interim title and then stripped almost immediately. And the problem was that Conor had had an inter- interim title and it just seemed like there was a lot more given to that side of things. Mm-hmm. Whereas as soon as it was Tony, it was like, nah. And his explanation makes sense. Look, if you're not going to, you, you put up or shut up and unfortunately dropped out. But the guy was like, yeah, but well, he was still back. He was still back before that had even happened or before that belt had even been given away. And he was like, we had his chance. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. It just, yeah, he sounded like he uh, he doesn't like to have any disagreements. No. The, the thing the thing that I think people, well, first of all, I'm not I'm not really bothered about the belts and all that kind of stuff. I just want to see really good fights. That's and it. The belts are only relevant if I look at both fighters in the fight and think, yeah, these are the two best in the world. And when we when when this fight's over, we'll know who the best, whatever weight it is in the world. Like the thing is, uh, featherweight at the moment, women's featherweight. Sorry, the, there aren't really many clear contenders. And Ooh. now Amanda Nunes has come up and beat Cyborg. I don't think she's going to stay at that weight class because it's it's not it's not really a not natural, natural weight for no. her in comparison to to bantamweight. But then the, there are no clear contenders. There are other fighters in that weight class, and those other fighters need to have a few fights to kind of, you know. Prove that the standard's there to go, okay, this person is deserving of, of a championship it's belt. It's like top 10 and, yeah, it's just, you know? it's just proving that point. Getting up there, working that way, getting past journeymen like Cowboy, like Bisping, for for examples. Cowboy at, at 155 might not be a journeyman though, you know. Mm, if mate. he beats Connor, Dude. that puts him right up in the conversation for title shots. And that's it. And I think Connor's on, not, I'm not saying he's running out of credit, but the thing was that on his rise, he was picking people out and telling them how he was going to beat him. Now mm. he just seems a bit more... He knows he's got a couple left in the tank because he because essentially you're gonna to want to tune in and watch him, but it's not it's not the threat that it was before. Uh huh. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So before when he was saying like, I'm gonna do this to such and such, and he does it. Then we're saying with Eddie Alvarez, it's all right. I'm fixing it. You carry good, on. good. I carry on. But then when you see how he fought Eddie Alvarez and just took him to pieces, mm-hmm. that was impressive. Yeah, beyond yeah. impressive. And so I think when you saw Cowboy at the time doing the same thing and he was rising up and he fought RDA and obviously he hit that 
Mm-hmm. He hit that big red button on on Cowboy's stomach, and yeah. But I don't think that sold Cowboy enough for, and and showed how good he is. If you only ever watch that fight, that doesn't give Cowboy a fair representation. So I think the difference is now the Cowboy on a fight makes way more sense because you can't count Cowboy out at all. But you'd be interested because you know that Conor's going to get a stand-up fight rather than someone that nullifies his rest yeah. right and takes him down. Yeah. The the thing the thing I, I'm I say I'm concerned. I don't have a I don't really I'm not really pulling either way. I'm just re- excited for the fight, but. The thing that would concern me for Cowboy is the fact that Connor's a southpaw with good kicks. Yeah, you know, and people, for his stomach. Yeah, yeah. People expect the the left hand to come from Connor because that's what he does. But because people expect it, he's so good at setting people up. I always go back to a combination he hit on Max Holloway up against the fence, where Holloway was backed up and he was expecting the left hand to come, and Connor baited him with the left hand and then threw a lead uppercut yeah. right under his lead arm and just the caught him clean. A what? The Russian. Is that what it's called? That's what you said. Is that what I called it? Can you remember when we were breaking down other fights and you said that Connor's, um, was it? Lead Russian. Lead Russian. That does ring a bell. I feel mm. like somebody, oh, I think Mark Henry calls it the lead Russian. I can't remember. You had a really in-depth description about it before on one of the other podcasts in our conference well, it's call. It's a good thing somebody's videoing this kind of stuff because I am I am losing this information out of my brain as quickly as I'm I tried to it. retain some of it and like I said, I can remember a word which was Russian. Um... <laughs> But other than that, it's gone. Was was the Sam Alvey fight stopped early? Yes. <gasps> I'm telling him. I'm texting him. A little now. bit. Text yeah, text, just text him now just to say, uh, but justified by, like Mark's got the final say in everything, but Always. Sam Alvey, he got, he got cracked. Yeah. So he went down and then I think, obviously Sam Alvey's already got a preconceived idea about Mark anyway. He's already had, a, a, he, it was quite vocal on the, on the, um, on the show they were talking yeah. about it but not only that when when the fight reconvened and they were and they were they were grappling where Sam was um, was he on all fours he was on all fours mm-hmm. right? and he then kind of wrapped around he wrapped the... around and then Mark was stood behind so to see that left thumb mm. was probably not the easiest yeah. and the, the shots did look like they were getting through obviously the slow motion always kicks you in the tits because you never know if it's going to be... Like with the hammer fist that you were just talking about, mm-hmm. they definitely looked like there were two massive smashes to the back of his head. And they weren't. Yeah. But that's because of the... the obviously, the, the replay. But with the Sam Alvey thing, it looked like he was getting through and it probably wasn't. And obviously, his thumb was up. So for Mark, I can't say it was a bad call because it was obvious because it wasn't obvious. That's the mm. problem. And I think at the end of the day, Sam Alvey's already got a bit of beef with Mark. So it well, just, the, that was that was part of the storyline is is that Sam Alvey feels like Mark stops his fights early. Now, for someone that's been refereed by Mark, I, I, I don't know exactly the number. I'm pretty sure it's 14 times. And the amount of times I would get twisted up in submissions and stuff and Mark would let me fight through them. That's it, man. And I don't know I don't know why fighters think for some reason that a referee's got it in for them and they they want to stop the fight early. Like Mark's going to stop it if he's concerned for you. And that's it. And he got right? dropped. Man, that was a fucking that's the thing. was it a left hand? It was it was a short right hand as his Sam Alvey stepped in. Bellator, sorry, that's that's me getting confused left with Bellator. Left hand if you cross you cross your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um but like as soon as that landed, as soon as that right hand landed and Sam Alvey fell like he did, I wouldn't have been bothered if Mark Goddard stepped in there and stopped the fight. Yeah. Like, that was clean. I mean, the, th- the thing with Jimmy Crute is he, he wanted a, a walk-off knockout. Big time. And as Mark Goddard says in his, his refereeing and judging uh, course, 
which is one of my favorite lines, I can't be preoccupied with what I think might happen. No. And that actually applied to Jimmy Crook because he he thought that he was going to land that one punch knockout and just wandered. Yeah, you can't, and especially with someone like, like if you fight him, if you start fighting somebody that you know can be switched off with one clean shot, Sam Alvey's not that guy. No, like save your one punch knockout for someone you know you can drop and you like, bring in clean. Chuck back in. <laughs> but like with Sam Alvey, you've you've got to make sure you catch him one more for time. Real. Yeah, because he. And, He's known for being durable. Right. And it would have only taken one more shot and Mark would have been in there to stop Kill it. Kill shot. And I, don't, I mean, the thing is, I don't think Sam Alvey was ever completely clear after that. And when, when he was on all fours, there was no strength in his posture of his upper body. That's no. the thing that stood out to me. He was kind of collapsed down, his head was on the canvas and he was taking shots. Yeah. I think it was an easy 50-50. I yeah. think if it's the same with the the... Cejudo Dillashaw the other day let it go two more minutes and he might just get absolutely ringed out Mm -hmm. or he might recover I mean we've seen ridiculous recoveries you've seen people come back look at um, Czech Congo and Pat Barry Mm -hmm. yeah Czech Congo's (laughs) literally dead and revived three times and then decides just to throw one Hail Mary and Pat Barry Hail Mary wakes up like 20 minutes later so the problem is it's 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 that danger, but if Sam's already coming in with a bit of a chip on his shoulder uh-huh. and then obviously, unfortunately, it's, it's the last thing you want to happen. And obviously it's going to be on Mark's mind a bit because if some, no matter if Mark agrees with what they're saying, he doesn't ever want to be playing up to that. No. Because obviously he's there for their safety at the end of the day. Yeah. He, he texted me yesterday, actually. He must be on, the, on his way back. <laughs> and he put... Guess what the next podcast will be about. <laughs> and then a, and then a sad face. Oh, dude. Yeah. That's a long plane ride over a minute. When he sat next to Sam in business class. All right. He said, he said, it's the most finite and unforgiving sport I've ever known. That's what he said. Yeah, but the I don't, worst I don't thing know whether he wanted ch- me to read that out. Apologies if you didn't, Mark, but I thought it was, it was poignant. Poignant. It is. Because the, the problem is as well, he's just going to start doing word. a podcast with you. <laughs> I didn't know and I was going to use that word when I woke poignant. up today. Poignant. Spell it. I can't. Me neither. I'm not even sure I'm using it in the right context. Oh, mate. Freaks me out. I'm glad they don't do spelling bees like so, they do in America. Because, no. yeah, I wouldn't no. have got anywhere on that. No. 21st century, anybody can talk into a microphone now. This is. I always. I mean, have you seen some of these people on YouTube? <laughs> I often go into what? text. If I'm trying to spell something, I go into text, I get the wiggly line. It's like, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sorry. And it's spell it for me. It's just the dickhead line. <laughs> Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't cuss enough into my phone for it to be autocorrecting that kind no, of thing. No, even if I'm spelling something not, I mean, the li- the dickhead is the line underneath that pops up as if to say, you don't know how to spell good. Uh, <laughs> it's like, okay, and it just reminds me that I'm a bit of a biff <laughs> when it comes to spelling. So. I, I did, I, my, my phone did one time, I was trying to type Gatwick in and it, it autocorrected to goat sucker. I can't imagine when Mate, that's ever been used. The amount of shit I've sent and it just autocorrects the most random shit. right. And I'm like, no, I wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to ducking. say that. I don't want to say ducking. I've never ever wanted to. I say I didn't even know that's a word. Oh no. no. Anyway, we've we've ta- we've tangented. Slight tangent. I'm going to take you on a world of craziness in a minute when we get to Ricky Simon. So it was an early stoppage. Yeah. And you want a rematch? No, I don't care. No. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't mind Sam Alvey, but it's not like he I'm wasn't jonesing the fight. Though, I'm not jonesing it? to see him again. No. I like him a lot. I think he's a great guy, and and he's like. He doesn't always look the part, but he, he comes to perform and he's, mm. he's had a lot of fights in the UFC. But, me, like Jimmy Crew, I, yeah. I'll watch him again because he seems quite exciting. Yeah, I like I like Jimmy Crew, and he's got a lot of potential to to improve as well and clearly got a lot of power, especially if you're knocking, well, knocking out Sam Alvey like he did. He almost 
you know, completely put him out. I like it when someone's got a lot of weight of their hometown on their shoulders. Like, um, when when it comes to American fighters, Brazilian fighters, there is a, a massive abundance of them. Whereas when you got someone like Bisping, yourself, Jimmy Crew, and they are all about that, they get an, a massive boost from mm-hmm. representing. And I think yeah. Jimmy Crew and Sam Alvey, you could play it out ten times, and it. it it, it could be a lot closer than, mm. than what this looks like. But You're a video game guy. That cool. tattoo on his chest is um, from uh, is Resident, like Resident Evil. Is it Resident Evil? Yeah, it it's is. the umbrella. The umbrella. I know I recognised it. Mm, yeah, I think... It, I'm not a big believer in regret. <laughs> but that's like... No, a, no regret. That's a, that, no, hey, no regrets. R-A-G. That's a prime real estate spot to me. And mm. it's like, you know, when you get something like that, you need it to be a yeah. full, like... Fill the space. I yeah, like, I like, for real. Yeah. You need you need to dedicate the theme of that side is going to be Resident Evil or whatever. But yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a little bit... Yeah. My mate's got some guns. Mm. Do you reckon you could do this? What are you doing? Tapping yeah. on the desk. Rain, is it Rainbow? Are they called the, the Rainbow Squad is, in Resident Evil? I don't know. I don't know. Stars. I played Resident stars, Evil for about 10 minutes. It scared the shit out of me and switched it off. Real yeah. life's scary enough. I don't need that kind of. Well, I realised I couldn't stab any. All I had was a, a knife, and these dogs are running around. And I'm like, fucking. <laughs> but it, and then it just slow me. Every time you get to a door, I'm like, yeah, like, yo, just put me through just, the door. Yeah, dude. open, just open it. Yeah, but the thing favorite. is, if you if you're walking around a place like that, I would I would kick through every door anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. 100%. You want to dramatically enter a yeah. room when you need to close it quick. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> it was the it was when they there was. a jump through the window in one of the first corridors yeah like, that was I'm it out. when the dog comes in I'm out you've got your knife and you're just I'm circling yeah, <laughs> not good circling with the knife oh you've got like six bullets <laughs> you're not using analog control you're like <laughs> shooting at the ceiling <laughs> spinning around shooting yeah, at the ceiling you're like bro just that's me all still. day all I, day I played Nemesis because I had one of those things on you know the Playstation 1 you could plug in like a power pack like a cheat card but it would chip your PlayStation? Did you have a PlayStation? That one? sounds illegal. It was dead illegal, but Wait, I was selling. That a lot never of... happened. This is all fiction. Yeah, imagine because this guy that I knew sold a lot of games as well. That guy that you knew. Yeah, fiction. This, 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 this fiction. fictional guy. That guy Good Richie movie dude. you're talking about. <laughs> Tell us that guy Richie movie sketch that you're talking about. Which one? No, this one. Okay, yeah, this, this one now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one. definitely this one. And um, chipped your PlayStation. I had a chip PlayStation, and basically the first time I put Nemesis on, which was Resident Evil Three, I think, it basically said. All this, yes, or and it just listed through and just put all the cheats on. So I bombed out first level with a full shotgun. I was like, just murking people. So I could play it if I could cheat because I'm terrible at the game. But if I had to like earn and find bullets, yeah, you know, fuck that. No. My mates have been playing Red Dead, and they're like, oh, the new on. one, yeah. And they're like, look, we've got to get into it. It's this immersive world. You got then, it, Arden. You got it. Sorry, Arden. dude. It's this immersive world. That's what I'm gonna call it. I'm, I'm gonna create a word. Out. I will stay within. Godarding. I will stay within this. <laughs> They said, it's so good, like, you do this and do that. And we start playing, and I know I mentioned it on the podcast the other week, but I want to just go out and fuck shit up. <laughs> and basically, they're like, you stood need there. Duke Nukem. Yeah, but they're brushing horses you need and, Duke like, Nukem. feeding them and eating a carrot <laughs> and, like, having a, looking at a, a healthy, balanced, nutritional, like, lifestyle. I'm thinking, lads, I just want to go and fucking shoot someone. And they're like, yeah, one minute, I've just got to go and change my, my horse shoes. I'm like, fuck you lot. And off I went. <laughs> So I can't really get into that. It's not my. It's not I'm, my bag. I'm all Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't even have games that bridge the gap between Assassin's Creeds now because I just play them to death. That's it. And then by the time the next one's, come on, get down. By the time the next one's ready to start, I'm just finishing the last one. So oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, perfect. see, I, I don't I, play video games much. I don't have that much time. 
I get to play Call of Duty once a week and I play with the same people. And when we start getting beat too bad, we play against bots. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. When you start care. getting beaten by children online the, that are dude, far too good for you. That, is I, that what you're saying? I told you before, didn't I, about the kid that we uh, were playing Rainbow Six and it was in a casino and this guy was spawn killing us and he was actually hiding behind a pillar. And every time you spawned, I, spawn, spawn is just coming back to life. So basically you run out into the casino, you have a fight. If you die, you respawn back at like the vault or so whatever. So he knows where the respawn spot is. He knows where is. the respawn spot oh, is, right? So this little shitbird was fucking stood there and kept shooting me. So every time I get, every time I come to life, I get shot and it's, you can't do anything about that. And this guy, like we got back into the lobby, which is where there's like two teams of say 14 people and he's fucking chirping up, giving it Charlie Big Potatoes. And he's like, yeah, see that? 27 and two. So he's killed 27 people, died twice. So I was like, oi, fuck you, dickhead. You've been spawn killing. And he got really fucking defensive and started talking about it. He's like, I'm sorry. All right, all right, all right. Let me, let me, let me just play. Let me just play. I'm, re- I'm really sorry. I won't do it again. And I was like, and we give him a round of fucks. We were all fucking mm. horrible to him. That's like being a, that's like being a judo black belt and entering jujitsu as a white belt. Yeah, yeah. Play and the entry, game. Yeah. Just play the game, man. And this was like, what? Midnight on a Friday night. So we're all playing. And then eventually got talking to him and he played with us for about another hour after that. But he was all right. He was, he was fucking, he didn't cheat. He was good gets to like midnight and we hear this voice and uh, he's like oh lads 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 I've got to go quick gotta go and we was like why what's up and he goes my mum's coming she says I should have been in bed at nine and I'm like whoa easy how old are you he's like 14 I was like fuck you know the things we said to him couldn't be published <laughs> couldn't but don't cheat don't cheat on a game. Ultimately, his parents should have not had him playing online at midnight. Yeah, for real. Against a bunch of savages like you. Yeah, and if they are, at least play fair. Exactly. Fuck face. It, there you go. Yeah, so, there you go. well, we told him. There was a bunch of kids yelling at an adult outside the other week, and I was I was watching through the window, and I'm like, what is going on here? Like, this adult is just taking this horrendous amount of abuse from these kids who have clearly Me. not been disciplined very this well. Is it. And at no point could he walk up and just open hand slap them around the face. Right, just a real lazy. Is that when did that stop being a reasonable thing for adults to do? Did did were some adults taking advantage of that opportunity? Where yeah, you could just I, think, I got a lot. There of, is a point. I got cracked. Like my mum would drop me off at a kid's house. Obviously, when I was the, the right age to be dropped, I'm not like 26. <laughs> Go and play. I was like, I don't know. When you're like 11, and they're like, if he's naughty, you can hit him. Oh, and they meant it. Like, yeah. like Sam's mum, like the guy that I grew up with most, Sam's mum, Phil, will now hit me. <laughs> like if she if she watched this and heard me swear the amount of times I have already, she'd start just by looking at me. I'm going to send, say, her, a, I'm very send her a download link. We'll send her a download link. Oh, mate, yeah, she'll, she'll whoop me down. And we'll video that. But that was the standard. Like they, she would drop Sam off at my <laughs> that could at be the our intro. house and be like, you can hit him. <laughs> that would be the intro of the podcast. You get... Just, just a full on, yeah. yeah, whooping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you can't, like, when we have other people's kids around now, and, like, they sit mm. there and they're, like, just sat at the top of the stairs peeling wallpaper off, and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Really? When are you going home? And it's like, I'm stopping the night. It's like, you're fucking not. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just like other people's oh. kids, you can't, you can't whop. You can't. No. 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 There has to be a line. Like nephews, to, you're right, and nephews. Yeah. And yeah, but. I don't know. I, I think some of the kids that are around here, I think we need to start taking it back. I, I'm going to start wearing a chest cam. <laughs> Just in case. If I get out my car one day and that little kid's But yapping, they're educated as well because they'll call you and they'll say, I'll educate him. You can't touch me. Little shit. You're like, motherfucker. <laughs> I bet you he'd say condit yeah. under his breath or something exactly. like that as well. Like, like, my uh-huh. grandma would have just punched him. She, she, you Still know now. she would. Still you know now. Barb, yeah. She would have just, yeah. just 
I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it since we've been recording this, and I know there'll be something I've said that's wrong that I'm just going to catch. Oh, for on. sure. Yeah. Problem. Absolutely. Um, that was I'll tell, tell you what, uh, Montana Montana De La Rosa smashed out, didn't she? Really good, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. And she wants to fight Paige Van Zandt next. Looks strong. Yeah. Super strong. And, and she got the bonus, which was good. Yeah, but how good is that to come out and straight away call out Paige and you think, do it. That's a good you fight, to, man. right? I like it, it when I, yeah, I like it when people choose. It's good. Take out the names. Um, that that was a good performance. I think she's definitely worth keeping an eye on. And the other thing I like is that her husband is uh, an MMA fighter as well, isn't he? He is... Hang on, I'm going to find his I name. I thought you were going to say Hank then. And I was like, no. Do I not know a fighter called Hank? Uh, Mark De La Rosa, Mark okay. De La Rosa, who is who is also very good. I've been uh, I've been enjoying watching his fights. Well, they but, can they can have dominoes all week, can't they? Fifty grand? No, not anymore. I mean, they're both fighting, aren't they? I mean, I, I would imagine that they don't both fight at the same time. So I would imagine they alternate training camps, imagine which means that they're always dieting. Mad pizza. No, and he's you like, couldn't what do you it. She's like fifty grand. A marriage, a marriage would never last. Like no. she would have to sync up with his diet for sure. Yeah. She couldn't be around him eating that kind of nonsense. No, they'd want to kill each other, wouldn't they? they? they would. More so than normal marriage. Mm, exactly. Imagine can you imagine that? that? Yes, I can. Yeah. But that's, yeah, she was impressive. Purple belt, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, three-time All-American wrestling as well. Hmm. I did not know that about her. I haven't I caught any of her fights yet. No, but it, she, she, she looked dominating. She did. She looked strong. I mean, I, I, I don't know where Nadia Kasem is at in her career. I, I feel like she's, she's not quite ready for UFC 11, no. it seems. Um, no, but yeah, Della Rosa is one to watch. If she beats Paige, Paige Van Zandt, and that, if she dominates Paige Van Zandt like that, yeah, that'd be really impressive. And the thing is, Kasama had a lot of pressure on her shoulders. Uh huh. Yeah, she did. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, being I'm Australian. sure she was on a card and she had to pull out due to injury. Yeah, and she missed missed being on the card. Um, I was very very impressed with Ricky Simon. Ricky Simon. What about Honey? <laughs> I did like hearing Dominic I Cruz like, getting a tolling off. Yeah, right. Call, call him Ronnie. Yo, my friend Honey said I can call him what I want. Mm, no, Ronnie. No, he didn't. Yeah, Ronnie. he didn't want that, did he? Ronnie. Um, Ronnie's really good, but he he he's very good at the extreme of MMA that you have to go through two ranges to get to. Yes. You know, if you're really, really good at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, like we've seen it happen to Damian Meyer, who is obviously an amazing Jiu-Jitsu player. It's Damian Meyer and Anderson Silva. Exactly. He's lying down waiting for you to have a go. But if you've got someone that's good enough to stop them taking it there, then then there's nothing they can do. That's the problem. And then he starts getting reckless with his punching as well, right? But he he caught him a couple of times. Well, they caught Mm. each other a couple of times. One thing I want to mention... It was a fun fight. Is Ricky's hair. fabulous. Oh, I was just about to say fabulous. I mean, it's just, there's so much life to it, so much body. I'm going to surprise you now and I'm going to give you a football reference because it's not the way our brains work. And it's Baggio. I don't know who that is. Roberto Baggio was the boy for Italy. Is that right? right? And the reason I know that is because... When was this? What year? Is this current? No, very old. So there was a game on FHM's Top 100 Games when I used to work at Egg. Mm -hmm. Now bear in mind, if I worked there 10 years, I spent three years playing Baggio's Free Kicks, which was this dog shit game. But the only reason I remember that footballer, and this is a, a bit of a weird one, I don't often, I'm, I'm not into football, but I can remember Euro 96 was big time. And then it was France 98 because I quite liked the logo because it was the bird, the cockerel. And then I think after that, I started remembering, uh, remembering what happened in Euros and the World Cup just in case... Back to the Future happened and I needed to know a ropey result. <laughs> like, I think it was 2000, Euro 2000 or 2002 where Greece won 
the euros, which is fucking bananas. That's never going to happen, right? Right. So if I ever needed this, like, back can, to the future can, thing, I could just drop clock. in with a fiver and be like, yo, I'm all in. <laughs> They're definitely going to win. Yeah. Which sounds a bit fucking crazy. But Van Damme come and get, you've seen Time Cop. Yes. He's not messing around. He even grew his mullet out for that. Just so he can blend in in any... Did he still have cowboy unit. boots on there? I have a theory as to why, and this is an on-the-spot theory. Go I don't on. know where my brain's brought this from. I think that the reason that Van Damme had a mullet in that movie is because a mullet is timeless. There you go. It's never been good. It's been said. It's, it's always bad. All the way through the times from when Vikings used to have mullets and rock up on the shores and start. See, I've never committed to... I've never committed to being like fuck this bit <laughs> and just like really get into yeah. this like my hair's batshit crazy best of times yeah. but it's it's never it's never been to, got to a point is it going is it up it, it reminds me of have you seen the have you seen the um, the scene out of Beavis and Butthead where he eats the mushrooms out, out in the desert yeah and it starts and it's got the Rob Zombie yeah, yeah. and the hair yeah, yeah. that's what your hair that, looks like it often does that we as well we should animate that we should get that animated you want this oh, just, here, yeah. just like like fire, just full tilt crazy. Well, there is a cartoon. There's a cartoon called uh, Regular Show, which is basically in the world. Having kids is awesome, but being able to make your kids watch the cartoons you like instead of their shit is awesome because then the telly's going to be on anyway. So if you've got Cartoon Network, if you've got anything like Adventure Time, which is brain ment- meltingly mental, and the voice of Bender is Jake the dog, so that's cool. Regular Show which is fucking amazing. And it's got references to all like master systems and fucking loads of our references, our, our era stuff. I don't, I don't know. I don't know any of this. And there's another one. The last one is, well, there's a few, but the, the last one is um, the amazing world of Gumball. And the amazing world of Gumball is basically all the cartoons that ever got made that got canned. So there's like mixtures of different animation, like cell shaded stuff, claymation, all that stuff in one cartoon because they're all the rejects <laughs> and it's fucking brilliant. And there's a guy called Banana Joe, which I'll put on Instagram later. And basically he whistles a tune that if I whistled now would be in your brain forever. I don't need so that. So you need, no, I'm not going to do it. But you need to see, that's that's the cartoon world. I have to, I, there are two songs on the list and I, I, I'm not repeating either of them right now. Okay. But they are they're those songs that if I hear them one time, it's like three days and I'm I'm done. I'm done for three days. I'm still whistling. And I, and I Homie hate girl. myself by the end of those yeah, three days. Because you've, you've changed the lyrics yeah. as well. Like I'm I'm going through all the old classics to try like walk, walk like an Egyptian is a good one. Like I, if I play that at myself <laughs> enough, it's like a it, it's like hitting the reset button on a phone. Da, 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 da. Oh, we have no. we've we've not even finished talking about this card. Yet. We haven't. How, how long have we got on this? Uh, we, we're Oh, we're doing all right. Oh, we're we're doing all right. Oh, okay, no, we're fine. Because we dropped we're straight fine. in. The reason I said the cartoon, sorry, just because I sort of went, oh, mullets, oh, here's a list of cartoons. <laughs> in the in the regular show, they they actually have mullets and it gives them kung fu powers. Mm. It's fucking badass. Is that right? Honestly, it's one of the most stupid things, but you need to watch it. I'll, I'll sort it out for you. Have you ever noticed if you dyed He-Man's hair black, it would he would look the same as um, Thingy Off Pulp Fiction? Same haircut. Well, you know, if you have you watched the toys that made us on Netflix with He Man? No, it's fucking amazing. And the guy that originally drew He Man, there's another documentary called Masters of the Universe, and the guy that originally drew He Man is so bitter and twisted mm-hmm. because basically there was a it was a, um, Hasbro or wherever it was uh, Mattel who Met, it was Mattel, Mattel. Yeah. so they did it and basically there was this old boy who's like mad into comics proper geek old school troll like looking fella and they went in with this like rough outline of what they wanted to do with He-Man but the 
basically gone for G.I. Joe. They'd mashed up a G.I. Joe and like a Hercules figure and made this obnoxiously oversized, the figures we used to play with. Mm. And basically, this guy drew it. I had all of them, I loved them. Yeah, for real, it was amazing. But he he never got full credit for like creating He-Man. Really? And now he's on Netflix and he's just sat there, so, just, just surrounded by portraits and pictures that he's drawn. <laughs> as if to say, definitely did these. It was me. All my idea, dickhead. <laughs> and it's heartbreaking because it's... I've not watched that, I'll have to check it out. It's good, man, it's really good. There's too much good stuff on Netflix. And I find myself watching, well, the same things over and over. Big Mouth. You got me into big. Did you watch the Did you watch the Valentine's, the Valentine's Day special? Day I, text I have. You. I have. Right. It is it's brilliant. Really good. Um, anything else you want to talk about with Ricky Simone and Rani Aya? I just I just thought it was it was a solid thirty twenty five was an odd scorecard, but I thought it was a solid performance. And against the right matchups at bantamweight, he's he's a really interesting fight to watch. Yeah, I mean, I, I want my, I, I'm looking forward to seeing him again, and maybe the the mullet made it stand out. That you makes me remember him. The thing is, there's that many people coming in now. Mm. The amount of times I'll start watching a card about, fuck, I know this guy. Yeah, and he's what? He's like 15 and 1 as well. 15 and 1, that's impressive. Yeah, Gracie Bar Portland. Oh, okay, he's, uh, he's, he's up uh, northwest coast. What are you saying? Happy days. I- My friend Mac Danzig's just moved up to uh, to Oregon and opened Danzig MMA. Oh, wow. Dude, I, 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 wish, I, was, I wish I was in that area because Mac Danzig has got a hell of a brain on him. Yeah. Oh, isn't that where Charles mm. Sonnen's from? Portland. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's where the old Team Quest was. Yeah, I went to train there, two thousand five, with Randy. Dude, they were all there. I imagine was, walking in. It was. I literally. Well, I was there early because I wanted to, like, you know, show I was eager beaver. I was staying at the Econo Lodge across the road. Terrible, terrible place. What did Econo Lodge stand for? It's not just. No, econ- that was it. It was Econo. It, 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 it was an economy. Economy lodge. Yeah, awful. It's too obvious, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I lived, I lived off a microwave and a kettle for. Two months. You don't even own a microwave, mate. No, I don't anymore. I've consciously Nine made the days. effort not to bring a Rustler's burger. Not that I eat that shit, but you know when you're a bit peckish <laughs> and you want that and some like proper. We have proper good vegan junk. protein bars here. Oh yeah, mate. We've the pulse, the pulse ones. Yeah, they I'm, need to sponsor. I think the Ben's eating my wrapper. I tell you what, I could eat ten of them a day. Um, we're moving on to the, one of my favourite names. Go on. You need. To, you've got something to say, haven't you? No, I'm just buzzing that he got bumped up. Lando. Yeah. It's a Star Wars I character. Fucking name, love Lando right? now. He's amazing. He is awesome. Do you reckon that... Hell of a performance as well. What Did it look like Mariano had turned up? I just don't think he expected Vanata to be as aggressive as he was. Mate, he went, even I when mean, he, he gave went it, after did, it, didn't he? Was it a Kimura? Oh, yeah, it was a Kimura. He, he, like, not even eight seconds to go. And mm. he was like, I'll take your arms out. Oh, if you want. You can hold your own shorts. He right. just didn't... He didn't seem... He, he, I watched it twice. And he just didn't seem connected. He didn't seem like he was that bothered. And it, it was more, when he was stood there, I was like, he just didn't seem like he was in the moment. No. Maybe it was being bumped up to the co-main, though. Maybe it just kind of... Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine it would make much of a difference, to be honest. They were main, they were the main event of the the undercard, weren't they? They were meant to be, yeah. Which uh, Dana clarified at the press conference that that is quite a, you know, a, it's a legitimate place to be on the card because you get a lot of marketing behind yeah. them because you're like, you're, you're like an additional main event to yeah. the card. That's normally the one I get to see or fall asleep to. So it's, yeah, it's a good place to be. But when I saw him, you know, sometimes when you're watching a card and basically you know the, you know the order of the card, but then yeah. they drop a couple of prelims uh-huh. in. You, your brain starts racing because you think main event, I'm going full five because you know they're having to cram something else mm-hmm. in there because that... <laughs> So I wasn't, I didn't know that he'd actually been repositioned. That's a, that's a rough run though. 
I'm just looking at Lando Venata's career. So he was 8-0 when he signed to the UFC. He took a short last minute fight, yeah. didn't he, against Tony Ferguson and almost stopped and him in the first round. And looked incredible. Right? Yeah. And then his next fight was against John McDessie and that was that wild that wheel spin kick. and Oi, kick. That knocked... That was beautiful. Yeah, that, that knocked his but then he's gone, jaws crazy. Lost to David Taymor, draw with Bobby Green, lost to Drakkar Close and a draw with Matt Fravola. Like, who that many who draws? has a run like that? I don't... I don't have one draw on my record, I don't think. But I'd still put him in any card. Yeah. The thing is... He's going to be a fan favourite if you let him let him have a bit of the limelight. Well, There's it was the Tony Ferguson to thing. He came in with that last minute and... Was he catching with a spinning kick or something? He caught him hard and it was like, yo, mm. this guy's for real. But yeah, I've, I've always yeah. enjoyed it. I was glad that he was on the uh, on the main. I feel like I'm racing through these because I want to talk about the main event. So let's just talk about the main event. The main event that got cancelled or the main event no, that no, was? No, no, no. The main event, main event. Okay, go for Shaolin it. Shaolin Boxing and the Wu-Tang Sword Styles. If what you say is true, the Shaolin, the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. They should have, they should have adopted different nicknames for this one. They should have had Shaolin and Wu-Tang. Uh, yeah, and their pictures should have been like full-on manga animation. Like, like Reebok, like kimonos. Or like Dragon Raiden Ball hats. Z mix-up. Oh, with a Some, Raiden hat. Someone dude. needs to animate it. Have you seen that somebody online has animated the Adesanya uh, like intros where he does all the Oh really? That kind of you know. I'm not I don't, it. I don't know I don't watch I don't watch those cartoons either, so I don't know what that no, is. You know what cartoons I watch. But someone animated it and I was like, Holy shit, that's really, really cool. Well, so I, I want them to do that for the whole fight now. Yeah, it'd be good. Because uh, the thing is, there's a Can lot I, yeah. yeah, imagine that whole thing. We need, like, to, we need to get on. We need someone that can with do that. fireballs we should and just, stuff. Yeah, we'll I just, think it would have we'll made animate it. Animate the UFC back catalogue. Yeah, we'll just pick just good fights out of it, and, and we'll just, just like, there you go. That'll look alright. All the first round stoppages, and we'll just we'll just animate it. We'll put you know. We could even just do some old school Batman, some old school Kapow ones. <laughs> Pow. Like when like, like when Gonzaga knocked out Crocop with the head kick. Thwack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking thwack. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, you just reminded me of a time when we used to play Mortal Kombat as kids, and my mum had a washing basket, a wicker washing basket, and the <laughs> lid was like a Raiden hat. <laughs> but the thing was, you could never fight in it because, like, you'd balance it on your head. You need both hands to, to hold you, it. Like, Fuck. <laughs> I can't not be Raiden. You need to t- tape it on with a pair of stockings. I didn't yeah, <laughs> tape it on with a pair of stockings. That is, that is serial killer. I don't know they work. I craziness. I don't know where stockings. I don't know they work. So I think if the fight was animated, it yep. would feel like a lot more happened. <laughs> because at least it looked like Anderson was blocking something or yeah. like Israel was, was throwing something because there was just a lot of, do you want to fight? <laughs> fight, fight me. <laughs> and uh, don't get me wrong. Maybe I know, someone should dub it. Maybe someone should dub it. Mate. They, should, they could put a whole dialogue in And there. a piece of wood drops in and then it's like, boys, don't hit back. back. <laughs> Like, yeah. like you could properly, you could get like 36 Chambers of the Shaolin and, you know, Big Boss and all those ones that are really like cheesily yeah, dubbed. And then like the in-between rounds, someone just drops in and it's like, O'Hara has disgraced our family tradition. <laughs> Fight! Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It just kicks off a little like pause and like a cloud bubble that comes up. Man. A little yeah. scene can play in the... That's it. Yeah. Of Mei Ling stabbing herself in the stomach. Tong Po in the corner. There we go. And it's like, not too cow. <laughs> I think that would have made it a lot more exciting because the thing I was, enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it because I watched it live. Okay, well, I it's didn't not watch a it fight live. I'm going to say to someone, "Hey, you just you've just heard about the UFC. Watch this." Yeah, that's the problem. Like the but thing it's a was, good fight. it was a good fight to watch live. Yes, I think when when I watched it, I was gutted because I knew there wasn't another main, and I was running through the fight quite quick. Mm. I, I, so I was watching it with my father-in-law, and the problem was, 
Steve's a legend, but he's not good at keeping secrets. And I knew I had to watch it quick because he knew the result. And I knew at any minute he could have gone, yeah, well, now I can see. Now I can see. He's not even doing anything. I'm like, yeah. oh, and I read into too much shit. So with that in my mind, I was like, just get through it. And we watched it. And he, and he did, to be fair to him, he didn't say a thing. But he was right. He said he, he just doesn't look that interested. He doesn't mm. look like he's trying to fight. He looked like he was surviving, but not attacking. Yeah. And the problem is, he's he's just lost a bit of that step. He's lost a bit of that speed. I, I wanted something fantastic to come out and for him to just have that massive resurgence and seem like the Anderson of old. But he just looked like he was waiting to be cracked. Mm. He he does. He's much better at, at dealing with people when they're coming after him. Yeah. And I think Adesanya was far more patient than he expected. Yeah. You know, he kind of he kind of hung back and he waited and. Like, and when he was talking at the press conference afterwards, he, he, he downloaded Silver's game. Yeah. Like, he's like, okay, he's done this. Now I know he's going to throw this, the flying knee. And, you know, he knew he knew exactly what Anderson was going to do. Well, you compared it earlier, if you don't mind me saying, to Wonderboy Till, mm. but with more happening. Yeah. And I think you're it was right. Just, it was Wonderboy Till compressed into three rounds. Yes. And, and the thing was, I don't know if it's just because I've been conditioned to expect more from Israel. Mm-hmm. Because he is a flashy motherfucker and he's and he's looked good doing it, but I wasn't surprised that Anderson lasted ha- as long as he did, and he he didn't look terrible. It wasn't like he's been on a run of chuck losses. No, no, no. Do you know what I mean? He he. There were still some good fights for him. As yeah, long I mean, as he's match right. I'd watched the I'd watched the Weidman fight that was mentioned at the all press day. Event. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd watch, watch him fight a few fight. people. Maybe that the, I'd watch him fight Rockhold. That definitely, would be a good fight. definitely. And Rockhold needs someone that he feels that he can actually beat because he keeps coming in like. Yeah, the Bisping thing, fucking fluke. <laughs> All right, wake up, Luke. Yeah, wake up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it keeps happening for him. That was oh. a shotgun up the in the in the mouth, yeah, it was wasn't awful. it? Awful. But awful. I think there's 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 more road for him. Mm. But it's just what I was saying last not, week not about title shot direction. Bro. No, not just at all. Like super fight direction. Yeah. Not but, not Conor McGregor as well. Like people need to. I've stood between. I've stood next to Anderson Silva and I've stood next to Conor McGregor. Not at the same time. But I know in comparison to me, the size difference. Dude. I'm like, I'm like halfway between the two of them. Anderson's slightly bigger, Connor's slightly smaller. But Anderson's quite thick. He is. You know when you actually he see is. him, I can't remember who it was against. It could have been when he was fighting uh, James Irvin. Mm-hmm. And he was at 205. Was yeah. it the first time he was, was at 205, at caught the kick and I was at that fight. give him a bing? Mm-hmm. Incredible. Jamie Foxx was sat behind me. And he came, he was there for the whole of the main card. And I don't think he watched a single fight until Anderson came out. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. He was talking and playing on his phone. And then Anderson came out and he was like he'd been there since the beginning. Oh, really? He won. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. I love Jamie Foxx. I love everything he does. And he loves Anderson Silva. And and he also loves Rio, the cartoon for kids, the animation, because he's one of the birds in it. So, it always, it, yeah, it kind of devalues it a bit How for me. That? Do you know what I mean? You know when you see him as a, a badass... Yeah. In Django. Motherfucker Jones. And it's then, the best character. Yeah, Motherfucker Jones Just is... the best character. Give me 25 grand. <laughs> okay, okay, $500. <laughs> it's like, what kind of negotiation is this? Yeah. Right, fucking That's how my UFC negotiations always went. Yeah. Straight down. Who, who are you fighting? I want loads. Okay, I'll have a little bit then. That's yeah. fine. You yeah, can yeah. have this much. That'll do. On the poster. Awesome. And the video game. I get to keep I'll a poster. I'll fight for free. <laughs> I get to keep a poster. 12, 12 quid. Oh, okay, what are they meant to be? Twelve fifty. Oh, <laughs> fucking nice one, boys. Steal, steal. Fucking me up. Shall we move on to the next card? Well, what we're going to say about Rob oh, and Gastelum? 
No one's really mentioned. What what they should have done is done the main event over five rounds and just put Gastelum in there with them. Dude. Ladder with the belt hanging. Henry Cejudo. Even Henry Cejudo with the belt on, hanging. Just above hanging the down. Just First sat there like to, in an aerialist ring. Yeah, yeah. First one to tag Ready Cejudo. Boys. Right, tag Cejudo. Tag Cejudo gets the belt. The thing is, it's, it's how dangerous it would have been. And you can use biological weapons like ringworm and staff. Yeah, just try and kiss him. Just, yeah. Let it's me like just pinch your hands, isn't it? Oh man, it's like fighting with dog shit on your the hands. The thing is, it was it, the, the stare down. You see the stare down when he had the biggest white head on the back yeah. of his neck, mm. and someone has photoshopped um, Austin Powers doing the mole thing. Molly, 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 fucking really? right on his neck, and I was like. Imagine if he went to, you know how painful a fucking a single spot can be. Like it can drop you to your knees if if you got a spot like here on this the inside is the of your nose. Bit on its own. You know, like in the inside of your nose, you're trying to pinch that, and it's like it's fucking. You broke your arm before, and it doesn't hurt as much as this. <laughs> Imagine if Whitaker like goes to crack him, and he just releases that <laughs> white head. <and> like, <laughs> you know, like he's gone to a, like a bukkake party. Do you know what I mean? Like yo. Yo, can I have a towel? <laughs> Kevin's just spooged. <laughs> Kelvin, sorry, Kelvin. Just spooged all off the back of his neck. <laughs> and then he got kicked in the stomach and exploded and there's poo everywhere. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not saying that someone dying is funny because I know that he's all right and he's out of surgery, but the minute that someone said his intestine was... like Dana came on and said his colon was sticking out. <laughs> you can't say that. You can't say that without thinking about some <laughs> random fucking... Sticking out of yeah, Some Ren and Stimpy <laughs> animation. Like a real fucking puckered up lips. What's happened? Colon sticking out. You got an ice cube? Nah, gonna have to operate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it was, it so was, we're lucky that that fight never happened. Yes, because this, this, this is a very quick tangent. But it reminded me, and people who have kids will know this, that the danger of poo bombs <laughs> and something like Kelvin kicking... Rob in the stomach that could have made him explode essentially and killed him through poo. <laughs> when when Libby was little, she hadn't been. She's, to, she's gonna in a few years time because these will still exist when she's yeah. When she's, she's gonna an fucking adult. hate. I'm sorry, Bing. I'm sorry, darling. <laughs> Basically, she was a baby. She was not walking. She was like not even one, and she had real bad stomach ache. And. You can't talk to a baby and say, what is it you feel like? Because it's not going to work. So like you try everything, you like do that, do the dumb and dumber thing where you're rocking the knees <laughs> out with the baddie, in with the good. That wasn't working. I'm trying to pass the guard. Yeah, for real. Yeah, you're doing that. Side. What was that? I don't know, Cowboy John. Something <laughs> expensive. I don't know. But so there oh, we are. It's all right. It was my stopwatch. It's fine. Oh, okay. It's indestructible. So... Basically, she's not been to the toilet for a few days and is in bits and like constantly crying and no one likes to hear that. It's just, let's get it dealt with. So basically, we'd, she'd been asleep for a while and then me and Stacey had gone to bed and we were sat in the dark and she started crying. So I went and got her and bought her through and Stacey says, give her a minute, I'll change her, see if she's been to the toilet. And bear in mind, it's pitch black. I can't <laughs> hear or see anything. Oh, no. And then all I hear is like a weird like sneeze cough. <laughs> And Stace scream. <laughs> now Stace is, and this is like a Rob Whitaker has taken a kick to the stomach from Kelvin, and like someone stamped on a tube of toothpaste. <laughs> and basically, Stace is sat, and bear in mind, she's not wearing anything because we're in bed, so she's got Libby in front of her, facing her, and the this tightest coiled up snake of shit. Sorry, darling. Sorry, Stace. You you know you remember the story, but it's all good. Was was. 
it was just on her arm all the way around and it looked like this python was working its way up to Stacey's face. And the dilemma I had was, do I go for the baby wipes or do I go for my phone? I can happily say, I went for... That's why we were given two hands. That's it, man. Mate, Snap! I was Maybe literally like, yo, because if it was me, uh. she'd have videoed it <laughs> all day. But I mean, Libby went straight back to sleep, and we don't know what it was. She was just bunged up, but like a cork, it was just like a poof, like a shotgun. Terrible. So I was just as soon as I heard about the the colon and the bowel and everything twist up, I was like, oh man, I've been involved in a few poo situations. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that we didn't. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad that. Rob didn't explode. See, the impression that I was given was not that he was going to explode externally. Yeah, see, I'm more visual. I just see it. I just see it like a... <laughs> Rob's gone. Do you know what I mean? Sounds more like celebrity deathmatch than MMA. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be fair. Is there anything else you want to say about that card? Are we done with shit stories? Shit story is done. Kelvin needs to get some... We've got it. We've got to get at least one. We've got to get at least one gross story in per episode. It seems. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because otherwise, <laughs> how are we going to put people off driving? I mean, boom! <laughs> it's not going to work. It doesn't work, does it? Um. Okay. This, so that was Saturday. What were you? Are we going to mention Bellator at all? No, I think we should. Big well, Jimmy Wallard. Yeah. Nice Jimmy one, Wallard. Jimmy. It was. It was a steady performance, a mature performance. Because the. <clears throat> Let me take a minute. The guy just didn't open up, did he? <laughs> the guy just didn't open up. He just didn't. I thought he you were going to get emotional. <laughs> well, I, w- I would have done if he'd have got a post-fight interview, which he didn't, and he should have got a post-fight interview, and Fuck he didn't. But I would have gone done because he would because Jimmy always gets emotional post-fight. Yes, he does. I do love Jimmy's. Oh, it was when he fought Joe Villasenor, and then he went a bit fanboy after he knocked him out, and he was like, the guy was like, "How are you feeling?" He's like, I just fucking know Dan Joe Villasenor. Yeah. What do you think I'm feeling? Feeling the bollocks. Yeah. It was good. It was a good performance. It's Jimmy just needs, I think he needs to take a break for a bit. That's, that's what I've said this to him. He knows this. He needs to take a break. We're opening a gym. He's going to be the best coach. He's going to be amazing. I think now he's, he's almost, easy. He's now ticked that off his own brain. Mm. He's ticked it off. I think yeah. he's got that win and it's against a seasoned vet. It was. Former he UFC a lot of guy. Fights, he? Yeah, man. This is it. And and obviously, Jimmy stood there and he had a go. He looked good in his shirt. Mm, he did. Full Reptile Radio. And he's like, yes. Shout out. Yeah. It, yeah. He, the thing is, you know, when you watch him working with other fighters now, like, all of a sudden, it's occurred to me what Jimmy's calling is. Like, all of this whole fight career has been experienced to be a world-class coach. Well, the Jimmy that we saw walk out with um, Dean at Cage Warriors and the Jimmy that nipped round for his T-shirts mm-hmm. before the fight... Two different Jimmys. Yeah, his face all sunken. Yeah, and he grows his beard out, and he, to he make does a lovely. Yeah, bigger. yeah, yeah. Full on red beard. But yeah, it was wicked. It was obviously we had Terry on the card as well, which it didn't go yeah, as well. I unfortunately, that. I don't have TV. I only have Fight Pass. So okay, I, I haven't watched that. I'll so, try. I'll pull it up. I'll try and pull it up. Yeah, it was. Um, it, it just didn't. It didn't look like Terry at no. all, and it wasn't really long enough to really give much of a. You can't really break it down. I mean, essentially, he landed a, bit, a shot, and then they clinched, and then. He got his back taken, mm. but he um, he looked. I mean, he looked good at the, in the the wanes and everything. He's, he's massive at one fifty five. This is it. The thing is, the the thing that always concerns me when fighters move down weight classes is how much of their training camp is focused on getting their weight down. Yeah, you know, I know he's been out in Thailand for a lot of it, um, 
But D- like Dean keeps a good track of his weight, and Dean's a specialist when it comes to weight cutting. Well, he never Terry's seems to have a problem, dude, does he? He Terry's never a, seems to have a problem making no. it with Dean. Like I look at I look at Jimmy and Terry next to each other, and I think to myself, well, f- like physiologically, they're about the same size. So you would think that if like if Jimmy was plugged into Dean's diet, that he could get to fifty five. But then you know what would that do to to his performance? I mean, I think I think a lot of people are cl- fighting closer to their weight now. Yes, you know, and I yeah. think that a lot of people perform. I think we're gonna, I think. Cowboy's a good test subject because we saw how good he looked at welterweight. I think the thing is, though, you almost have to rerun exactly the same fights. Yeah, that's the problem. Because though, you can't, it? like, put Cowboy against RDA now and where RDA's mindset is at after he's had that that loss mm-hmm. and trying to get back to about himself, is it going to be the same fight? It's, yeah. it's unfortunate. You can't ever make that same comparison so, directly. Same, same thing we always talk about, though, is another weight class right in the middle. I, st- I like 162. Yeah. I think because it's right in the middle of, of lightweight world to weight. It doesn't need to move anything. And then that's a good stopping point between the two busiest weight classes in the sport. We just want to see everyone comfortable. It's like when everyone's talking to TJ about, I mean, I, sp- I was listening to a oh, bit of the podcast him, he? and he was saying, when I fought, I was at 149. Yeah. He had to be at 125 the day before. Crazy. And now he's at 149. And it's Crazy. just, that's because he's still conscious about the fact that he feels he was robbed and all the rest of it. But it just seems like such a, a massive effort mm. that I don't know if he's being a million percent honest with himself about how he actually felt yeah. because he looked completely different to normal. Yeah. And that's why when you want to see someone at their natural weight, you, you just get that more comfort knowing that they're like, it's my walk around. Mm. This is, this is cool. Like, yeah. I know Bisping used to be at like, he was at light heavyweight when he, when he won ultimate fighter yeah. and then to drop to middleweight at first, you're like, fucking hell, you're crazy. And then when you see him at middleweight, you're like, no, nah, that looks yeah, it looks about right. You're not going to expect him to go lower. No, especially when you stand him next to, you know, someone like Thiago Santos or Anthony Smith yeah. or Johnny Walker. Insane. Like you go, oh yeah, okay, I can see he's a middleweight. Yeah, exactly why. Yeah. But yeah. like then, then there are guys like Gleason Tibau. I always used to look at that guy and go, why have you not finished how is that he tattoo? Like, <laughs> how is he not, how is he a lightweight? Yeah. It doesn't make sense physiologically. Same thing with Anthony Johnson when he was at light, uh, well, welterweight as well. Well, I can, Ridiculous. I, I never, and I can never it, believe you fought him. No. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That was a long night. Um, co-main event of the, this weekend is a good example, is James Vick. Yes. Like, James Vick, I feel, is, especially if he had a, a, a stopping point, and Paul Felder as well, if there was a stopping point between lightweight and welterweight, those two guys would be perfect. We could make that fight 162. I think we get a better performance out of both guys. Yeah. You know? Well, it's just more comfortable. They're just... They're, it's not... The problem is, is, like, your training camp can be hard, but you can never get the weight ready until a week before. No. And that's the busiest week mentally. Yeah, that's yeah. the busiest week that you're doing other shit, especially if you are co-main or main and you're having to do interviews and, and handle yourself properly. Because you know it's like when you're doing something like that, you're going to be grumpy as yeah, fuck. Yeah. Do you Absolutely. know what I mean? You can tell the fighters at, at, at media day that are struggling. Yeah. I remember interviewing Darren for uh, BT Sport, I think it was, before he fought Wonderboy. Yeah. And he was like, he kept having to stop and like like lick his lips. Yeah, just uncomfortable. <clears throat> his throat was dry and he just, he looks uncomfortable. And then his answers are not quite as sharp. Well, no. I mean, this happens for a lot of fighters, but their 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 answers aren't quite as sharp because they're dehydrated, so their brain's not working quite as quickly. And yeah, I, mean, I, I, I would like I'd like to see I'd like to see more weight classes. I, I was having this conversation with someone the other day. Like every seven pounds would be ideal, I think, at least for a few of the weight classes. And I don't think it harms it because people just drop into their own respective. Mm-hmm. Columns, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. And plus we get more champions, you know, more title fights. 
Let's have you got this this weekend's card pulled up? I have. There's some good fights on this card. This is a good card this weekend. Mate, like, Henan Barrow is Henan Barrow is the second fight. I've got him third on the uh, on the I'm on, on the tap. Wikipedia page. Okay, so I've got um, Alexandra Albu's first fight fighting Emily Whitmire. Yes, I, I, I remember calling Albu's. Um, UFC debut. She fought in one of the Europe. I think maybe it was one of the Polish events. Yes. And she's like, like super lean and in shape. I think she was a fitness model and a mate. She's a, shredded. A, yeah. She's, Look, she's absolutely shredded. Yeah. Not an ounce of fat on her. Jeez. She fights real long. She's a good kickboxer. I think she's got a karate background as well. Yes. Um, and then she's Emily Whitmire. I'm, I'm remembering her right. She's a good grappler, isn't she? She's got a real strong top game, aggressive passing, and I believe so. Let me just drop into hers. I've got so much stuff in my brain from the last couple of weeks. Yeah, because Jessica isn't Penea she, against uh, Joey Escobar was a good fight as well. Extreme Couture. Yeah, she's Extreme Couture. I've not I've not heard from Jessica Penney for a while. What, no, she's. When was her last fight? Yeah, April last year. That's been a wow. while. And is she fighting? Interesting. She's fighting Jodie Escobar, who is nice. Keith Jardine's partner. There you go. Yeah. Who's a, she's, um, she was the, the fighter that fought uh, Carolina in Gdansk, I think it was. Yes. And she's like, she's a firecracker. She's like fast Constant. in and out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Always moving. But then Jessica Benet's got that black belt Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I just, we never really see her use that a great deal. That's the thing. She always, she always ends up ends up kickboxing with people. I don't I don't know why I would like to see a use more. It happens more a lot though, doesn't it? When yeah. you when you look at people like George, um season two Ultimate Fighter, uh what's his name? Rich Franklin's jiu jitsu coach, George Gajel. Gajel, yes yeah. Fucking wizard. An Absolutely. absolute wizard. But just wanted Standing to, up and banging you're yeah, like George. Just wanted to Diego Sanchez. Just murder people. Yeah. It's like now nah, I'm gonna punch him. I don't know. It seems to happen a lot, doesn't it man? Yeah. That um Henan Barrow against Luke Sanders is going to be fun. Luke Sanders is a good wrestler and he, I think he's going to have to, he's going to force Henenborough out to strike with him. Yeah, that it just when you start looking at Henenborough now, I mean there was a time when yeah, he's he not was, the same is he. He was unfucking touchable, man. When him and Jose were kings of the hill. Yeah. Well, I mean I'm, look at his look at his record now. Every one of these fights is good. Scott Holzman against Nick Lentz. Scott Holzman is a, is an absolute tank. He was in Moncton, I believe, and I was chatting to him. He's on a three-fight win streak. Look at that. Um, uh, Michael McBride, Daryl Horcher, and Alan Patrick. That was, yeah, Alan Patrick with the elbows. Where me find him? Mm. He, he's good. He's a, he's a powerhouse. He's on the rise. Three fights in a row at lightweight. I think, uh, you know, if he gets a win over Nick Lentz as well, who's a, a proven veteran. Yeah, man. Um, is he ATT, Nick Lentz? Yeah. And look team. at, dude, look how many fights he's had. He's had like 40 fights. Yeah. 42 fights coming, like off, that. coming off that win over Gray Maynard yeah, that's mate. a good fight that's a good opportunity for Scott Holzman and then right above that you've got Ashley Evans Smith against Andrea Lee awesome another good fight I, I like Andrea Lee I, I like the way that she uh, I, I like she's again it's a karate background isn't it it seems to be it yeah Kukushin black belt yeah. Kukushin brown belt in judo and a purple belt Brazilian jiu jitsu under Helson Gracie don't yeah. you love Wikipedia I'll have to donate some money to him thanks Wikipedia yeah Thank you, guys. Um, Jimmy Rivera against Aljamain Sterling wow. as well. Two guys that, got the uh, boys there. Yeah. Marlon Marais sitting ringside, just nodding to himself. Mate. He's going to... Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Rivera has already lost his scalp to him, hasn't he? I know. I know. So what what stands out on the main card for you? For me, I love watching Andre Philly. Always. Yeah, against Miles Jury. That's a, this is a good card. This is not really talked good. about enough. No. Andre Philly against Miles Jury. 
That's two guys. Andre Feely's kind of kind of rough around the edges. He's very fluid in his striking style. Takes a lot of risks. And then you've got Miles Jury, who's far more disciplined in his in his in his kickboxing. Switches stance nicely, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, where's he? And he's a black belt as well in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So I mean. I, I think I think we're going to see the emergence of some stars this weekend. Barbarena as well, the spoiler against uh, Vicente Luque. That's Mate. going to be a kickboxing match. Barbarena is like long stands, big overhands. He just keeps doing it though. Mm. He just keeps coming in and no one's expecting him. Because as soon as he dethroned um, Sage. Yeah. What about Cron uh, Gracie making his debut? Yeah, I like the picture I've got here. It's just the- Hickson's Hickson's son. Yeah, he's a he's, he's a special fighter. I've been watching him over in Japan. I'd like to think Alex Caceres has got enough leg though to he's he's wily now. I mean, what he's had twenty five fights, his Ultimate Fighter season seven, something like that, eight. He has the thing with Alex Caceres is he takes a lot of risks and I think yeah. that's why this fight's been made is because they know that it's going to highlight he's a risk taker he's a bit wild like I use I use Alex Caceres as an example for young fighters where he's doing really well in fights he sees an opportunity to take their back and then he just jumps on without securing to position yeah. and then ends up on the floor being pinned yeah like there are there are certain times when that creativity is really useful. Like it works really well for Thiago Santos, for example. Yes. But for Alex Caceres, I think sometimes he he suffers with. I don't know whether it's the pressure of the moment, whether he gets bored in the fights, whether maybe he's reactive to the crowd. But sometimes he takes risks that leave him in bad positions, and I feel like if he does that against Cron Gracie, I mean his record is four and zero, and and he's not. He's not fighting just nobodies. I mean, he's had three, he's had four fights on Rising. The first couple of guys I don't know a great deal about, but he, he submitted both of them in under five minutes on Mate, Bar and Triangle. They're and all last two, subs, right? His last two fighters, he fought uh, uh, Hido, to- Hido Tokoro, who's a, a real veteran. He's had loads of fights, and then Tatsuya Kawajiri, who's a UFC vet, Pride vet, who's. Yeah, look. So look, look at this. Look at it. Hideo Takara. Uh, I'm butchering his name, but he's had 66 fights. His record's 34 and 30. Now I know that's I know that's a, a nearly 50-50 record, but when you're fighting someone that's two and oh, mm. like, that's a lot of experience to real, be taking man. in there. And you would think someone with that amount of experience, they've seen everything. Cron yeah. Gracie was still able to submit him very, very quickly. And then same with Tatsuya Kawajiri. The thing is, normally it comes down to how, they, how much they like being punched. Mm. Because Kawajiri, 36 and 13 is his record. You'd like to think he could punch someone. Like you'd he, like to think he, he could keep someone at the fight. end of it his jab. Kawajiri knows how to fight. And Cron Gracie, again, just rolled through him. Second round, that was, but still. It's just that backpacking. It's, that, it's just that yeah. latching on. Because can you remember when Ryan Bader was in the finale of The Ultimate Fighter? against um, come on Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt absolute fucking savage Vinny still. Magalhaes Vinny Magalhaes and he just went king and just turned him off and like do not matter how much jitsu right. you know <laughs> that's not going to help it doesn't it doesn't I'd like to see Alex do good on that I mean I, yeah, I, I can see Kron's being brought through to look he's part of the grace he's carrying the flag do you reckon they're all going to come out in a line I hope so I do I, I, I think I think the UFC should invest in getting all of the Gracies from around the world. There's like 365. Just in one big conga. One for each day of the year. And exactly, just conga them. They could probably fill half of the arena, to be honest. I want to see half of them around the cage with drums. <laughs> dum, 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 and then the rest of them coming and doing the conga. Yeah, yeah. Actual yeah. conga. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
with yeah, selling yeah, Gracie merch with Hoist just in the in the ring. And this is my house. <laughs> it's not Matt Hughes biffed you, mate. It's not your house anymore. Cron Gracie's special though. I, yeah. I hope he does well because it would be nice to see. It. It's amazing the Gracie name is still still relevant. It's fucking massive, isn't it's it? It's amazing. Well, look at Dean. Dean sent us a picture yeah. through on the uh, on our group. Picture of him and Hoist. Him and Hoist. Loving it. Absolutely loving it. Fanboying. So these these top three fights. Courtney Casey against Calvio is going to be nuts. I, I feel like Calvio's. She's she's got better wrestling, better. Brazilian jiu-jitsu she's more aggressive I feel like she might be able to catch Courtney Casey cold Courtney yes. Casey cold Courtney Casey if cold. she uh, starts fast enough but then if Courtney Casey can withstand that early storm kind of like uh, I know we're jumping from one event to another but you, you saw Cal Pacino you didn't see Cal Pacino I didn't see the Cal weekend. Pacino no. it looked good man I, I got told that it was outstanding yeah, yeah it was it was it was good he weathered an early storm took a couple of shots which you need to see from, from young fighters yeah, yeah. and Came back, turned it around. I feel like Courtney Casey has the potential to do that. And I think if you can get Calvio into the second round and start giving us some heat back, I yeah. think Casey might be able to edge her way into that. But that first round is going to be chaos for her. Well, she she beat Angela Hill, mm. which is a big name. Uh, you know, because she lost to Felice. She yeah. lost to Karate Hottie, Michelle. Yeah. And then she beat Angela. That's massive. See, An- Angela eyes. Hills, she's technically good. She's durable. She just doesn't seem to have that finishing ability. That killer. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. There's I know a, what you're there's, there are quite a lot of uh, decision wins on a record. And then co-main event. Yes. James James Vic, Paul, Veld- Paul Feldo is going to be... I love a bit well, of that. Well, that's, uh, that's a main Vic. event on any other fight night. I, I can see say. it's still going to be a main event. I don't think that Kane's going to get to the Do fight. Do you not? No. Are you drinking it now? No, I'm not. Well, I think Kane already knows. He's right? just broke, man. He's just fucking broke. So, so who's your pick to come in uh, to step in and replace? Johnny Walker. Should we bring Johnny Walker in to All fight day. in Ghana? All day. He, he had a, what was that, 15 seconds? Of course, yeah. Just come and knock him out. It, bring he, it on. Johnny Walker. Mate, put a bit on of pressure standby. on. I reckon Stipe, I reckon Stipe is on... Uh, He'll he'll put his name in there. Oh, I don't I don't know. I don't think they use they use Stipe as a short notice because they could build him up as the former heavyweight champ. They they want to use that marketing time. Do you reckon? Yeah, like if you're throwing someone in there, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a short notice. Heavyweight. Not Olofsky, not Overeem. I don't want to see. The, I want to see um, Gustafsson. Yeah, I can give Gustafsson. Put Gustafsson in there. The thing is, have you, have you Anthony, seen Johnson Anthony Johnson to bring him back sign with the bare knuckle boxing thing? Has he? Oh, he's gonna punch a hole in someone. That's terrifying. That's full. He's going to murder someone. Yeah, he's like two hundred and forty pounds. And the problem is, the guy he's fighting. It's not like he's not going to know him. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's not like. Are you good? (laughs) Does he stink? The dogs. Does he? Yeah, I got a whippers. Oh, dog fart. It's either Ben or it's Jamie, (laughs) and Jamie's like, "Hey Ben, come over here a minute. What for? I need you to disguise this." (laughs) Yeah. I Filthy. don't know. I, I think I, Kane's just broke, man. I, I I still see him as the as the heavyweight champ. Mm. Uh, once he when he lost, so what's your, what do you think is going to happen then? Do you think Ngannou's going to clip him? Do you think he's going to overeem him? I think he's. I making don't the, know. Making the Colgate man. Well, remember when when um, when he fought on the first card against De Santos? Mm-hmm. I know he got punched a bit behind the head in the, in the Mister T patch, but he still. He still went down like a fucking yeah. old deck chair. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It just it, the thing is, he's not done a lot. He's not done a lot for when? How long? Three know, years? It's been four a years? Long time. And not only that, he's going in against Engano. 
who, who are in an Isalan one time. He's just a fucking animal. Like, don't it's get me funny, wrong. It's funny because he's, he's a, like, Kane's only had 16 fights. It's amazing the impact that he's had on the heavyweight division. For real? Yeah, last time he fought UFC 200. Yeah, so that July was 2016, 2016 against Travis Brown, which, no disrespect, isn't a massive threat. No, someone that, that is, yeah. And the one before that was when he when he lost to Fabricio, which was 2015, and before that was 2013. So like, yeah. yo, since 2013, he's lost one and won one. Yeah. And That's batshit crazy, been, right? garnu has been active, hasn't he? For real fucking active. Like, he's been learning shit. For real? Yeah, for real. He's learned shit going, oh, I'm not that good at wrestling. Yeah. How do you know? This shit up wrestler held me down. I was still impressed. I was still impressed at he how many times he got back up to his feet. Mate, yeah. that's fucking tiring. Yeah. So when you look at that, Ngano is just locked and cocked, mm-hmm. ready to go. All like, the time. I'm gonna see if we've got any questions before we wrap this up. I wouldn't be surprised. I, just, I wouldn't be surprised if he just if he cracks him. And the same with James Vick. I think when he fought against Gagey, Gagey was turned on, fuming, and just fucking waded in and was like, "Yo," and and was on his terms. Whereas I think Vic against Felder is going to be more of a back and forth. Yeah. I think it's uh-huh. going to be a barn burner. But I think Vic's going to get the better of it because I, Paul Felder's really good, but he's just that, I see him as that gatekeeper. He's sat quite happily around 10. Uh-huh. Just the, the thing, The thing with that fight for Paul Felder is before the Gaethje fight, I thought James Vic, oh, he's going to, he's going to be a, a pain for everybody because he can keep people at, at a distance on the end of his jab, keep picking them off. But then, then Gaethje just closed that distance down and cracked him clean. Mm. And Paul Felder can do that. Yeah. He can close people down fast and crack. Do I watch Game of Thrones, Stuart Browning? I do watch Game of Thrones. When's the next one out? It must be it's, soon, right? Stage term is, but is it been cancelled or something? I don't know. I like Game of Thrones, but then I get fucking narked with shit when like someone's, they've, they've marched a million miles away and they send someone back and they're like, oh, dude, just go and tell them that like, we've fucked it. There's, there's a dragon. And the guy gets back before a fucking dragon. Like, yo, there's a wall. Fly over it, dickhead. Bush, done. <laughs> fucking merc. I don't get it. I, you, like, it's some little bit. You can't question it. I have to. It frustrates it. the shit no, through no, me. It's, it's like the Bible. You can't question it. Don't, yeah, don't, can't get, me, push don't get me onto the good book. No, you can't. Any news on your YouTube channel? Yeah, news on the YouTube channel. Have some news on the YouTube channel. It's coming. In fact, if you, it's already there. If you look for... Give me a... For, Give me radio for full reptile radio on YouTube. It's already up. I actually uploaded the last podcast uh, <gasps> up onto it yesterday. Okay, <laughs> <Fucking> now. <laughs> oh, uh, what else? Uh, so, just do, quickly. do you think that the move Bellator have made to Sky Sports, uh, we will see a, a shift in mainstream MMA coverage in the UK? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Me They're going to be covering what four events a year. Mate. I think it's great. The thing is, we need MMA on every channel all the time. Well, all the time, all the MMA, all the time, all day. We, like we had so much content this week, it was amazing. Just to have a little bit extra, you had stuff at the at the right time on a Saturday, then you had enough in, on the Sunday, so it was good, man. I mean, obviously Bellator is just finding their feet at the minute. They've got certain teams doing certain. They've things. signed up a bunch of fighters, though. I mean, they signed up a load of uh, a, a load of people. Um. All right. Should we just, wrap it there? Oh, hang on. Right, I got no, a couple of bits. Go just on. quickly. We still got time. We're good. Bingo, bango. Right. Paul Felder. Yeah. Has beat Alex Ritchie, Stevie Ray, Charles Oliveira, had Alaya Quinta cancelled twice, lost to Mike Perry split, and then James Vicks has been cancelled twice. 
right? And that's twice. Cancel twice, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, I didn't. I, I wouldn't have thought that he'd won four out of his uh, three out of his last four. And Paul it Felder. was yeah. He's looked yeah. That's big time, man. He's he's good, man. He's good, and he's he's a unit as well. I was working with him out in Russia. He is. I, I don't yeah, know I remember. how he makes yeah. that weight class. I mean, he's a he's a big boy. He's, big old he's unit. Thick, strong. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can tell that he's that he's got a, a real physical presence when he's fighting as well. Like the way he just he kind of walks people down. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of his. Big, yeah, he's Bostonian, eh? Of course he is. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't he's, fuck he's, around. He's an Irish dragon. You Have know? you watched the film with um, what's his name Gandolfini, The Drop? In no, I Boston. Oh, it's fucking good, man. Is it good? Yeah, really good. Mm. There's a little puppy in it, so you might not be able to watch it for a certain bit because that's. No. I tell you what, I watched last night. Go on. Um, what we do in the in the shadows? What we do in the shadows? Yeah. Oh yeah, the but the vampire. With the vampires. With the, uh... You've got to check it out. It's on Amazon Prime, right? I just Is it on Amazon I, Prime. Yeah, I love it's Flight hilarious. of the Flight of the Concords. We're, we're not we're not swear we're werewolves, not swearwolves. What a lad, brilliant, mate! I watched that with my friend years ago because he knows how much I like flight, <laughs> and I can't remember if I was drunk or cooked, and I was just sat watching that and just kept looking at him like. The fuck is this, bro? Yeah. And he's like, get- "What is that film? Was it? Yeah, I yeah, enjoyed it. I thought it was worth a watch. What we do in the shadows is that what it's called? They've got a new one out as well, which is Beverly Loughlin, which is on Netflix, which is basically Craig from the Office. Um, it's the American Office, and what's his name from Flight of the Concord? Is that right? It looks bananas. Well, write that down for me before you leave. Yeah, today, you definitely have to, have to be that. just to give James Vick the same sort of airtime. Go on then. To be fair to him, he for able. Uh, Trujillo. 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 One. Beat Paulo Reyes, beat Joe Duffy, beat Francisco Trinaldo, lost to Gagey. So he's also... Mm. He's going to be fucking mental. It's that weight class. I'm telling you, that's why we need a 162 in there. We can start spreading these guys out and giving them some attention. There you go. Get some more titles. Start points. haunting their dreams with a mohawk. There we go. <laughs> right. Uh, I, well, I've got a couple... I've got, I've got a question for you. What was your first tape that wasn't UB40? Um... I bought tape, see, what well, actual bought tape, like cassette tape that I'd purchased, not not that I'd recorded off the radio, because I used to do a oh, lot either. of the recording. Yeah, 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 we did that. Um, I bought Informer by Snow. A which, funnily enough, was called 12 Inches, because obviously it made sense if it was a record, but I bought it on tape, so it just sounded kind of self celebratory. Yes. 12 inches of snow. Motherfucker. But it's a cassette tape, so I didn't... You know what I mean? The reference to the to the 12-inch record didn't make sense on a cassette. Anyway, now now you've fried my brain with your tangents, and my brain's going off on tangents. No internet, though, remember, on mine. No, and the other one was uh, E17. Which one? Uh, live in Wathamstow. Yes. Mm. I like their logo. If you ever get to look at it, it was like a dog. It was yeah. Like, it was, yeah, they had the dog, didn't it was they? fucking badass. And I think one of them had a made into a medallion. If I ever have a medallion of Ben made, it looks like Falcor from the Never Ending Story. He <laughs> looks like a Wookiee. Right, we need to wrap it there before we run out of memory card. Go on then. So is that is that everything done? That's so, everything. Just who are you picking? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm concerned for Velasquez. I think Ngani might clip him. There you go. We're concerned that we might have another poo problem with Kane Velasquez. Yeah, I think Felder might win by decision. I think James Vick. I think Courtney Casey's going to win. Uh, sorry, I think... Calvio's going to catch Courtney Casey in the first round with a rear choke. And how many I minutes do you think Cron Gracie subs? Oh, I don't know. I just, I'm just excited to see him come out. I think uh, he's a proper 
throwback student martial artist like his dad was. Yeah, but Alex Casares likes to think know, he is. But then, you know. I'm not saying he isn't, it, but he's, it, he's This is where chaos that. comes together with technique. Chaos can be valuable if you can kind of direct it. And sometimes Casares gets a bit carried away with the momentum of the fight. And yeah. That's where Cron Gracie capitalizes, just like the Gracies do. Yeah. You leave yourself open. Looking forward to it, though, man. I'm just, yeah, man. yeah, I'm concerned for Kane. But if the, when's this going out? Thursday? Yeah. If it's already off, I told you. <laughs> Good place to leave it. That's it. Thanks for joining us. Catch you next time. It can do something no other kind of lizard can do. It can run continuously for a very long time. And that enables it to become an endurance hunter, chasing down its prey. <laughs>